Hi, my name is Mandy Jackson Beverly, and I'm a bibliophile. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Bookshop Podcast, where I interview booksellers and independent bookshop owners from around the world. You're listening to episode 118. To help the show reach more people, please share with friends and family and on social media. And remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Fiona Detrain is the owner of Dan Fine Bookstore and Café in Lyon, France. The bookshop offers an international selection of books in English, German, Italian, Spanish and Portuguese. You can find the bookshop online at damfinebookstore.com. Hi Fiona and welcome to the show. Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. It's good to meet you too. Let's begin with your story. Because you were studying nutrition, what inspired you to open an independent bookshop and cafe? Well, um, I wanted to quit nutrition since uh, some time, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I've always been a huge reader, always love to read, but like loving to read and selling books is two different stuff. <laughs> so I... I told myself, well, maybe I could try to like do some internship to work into some bookshop to see if I love it. And I did. I did love it very much. So I come up with the idea of the bookshop in the coffee area. And here we are. And it looks like you're located just a few blocks away from the river. Yes, I'm in the seventh uh, neighborhood. I don't know how to say this in English. <laughs> But it's um, in Lyon, you have two rivers, the, the Saône and the Rhône. And I'm on the, the left side on the road. If you're going down, that's it. I'm the left side. <laughs> and your bookshop is quite different in that you have multiple translations of books in different languages, which I'm sure is much appreciated. Yes. So when you read, do you prefer to read in English or French? So in the bookshop, I have mainly English books because it's an international bookstore. Bookshop, yes, bookstore. So I don't have any French books. I have mainly English books and I also have Spanish, Italian and German books. Uh, but me, when I read, I read mainly in English, especially now because I have all these books uh, in front of me all day. So it's, it's really easier for me to read in English now. I'm always impressed with Europeans because most of you speak at least two languages. Did you learn English in school? Yes, I learned English. I didn't even did any like language studies, really. I just learned English in high school and then I stopped that. But I just traveled a lot and well watched movies. And it's, I don't know, I, I've always been good in language. So that that's... I stayed like this. Uh, I don't really know how I came to love English this much, but I think that read, reading a lot gets you better and better in the language. Yes, absolutely. And watching films as well. Now, do you speak other languages apart from French and English? I speak a little bit of German, but it's very ambition, not much. Uh, and that's all for the Spanish and the Italian. I don't speak the language. I, I, I understand when people tells me some stuff, but I can't read a book, for example. Well, I'm impressed. Now, what was the most challenging part of starting your own business? Well, I guess I could say that as it's not a French bookstore, it was very hard to um, 
to be understood by the literary organism in France. And the most difficult part was really all these important people in this literary organism and this literary world telling me you shouldn't do it. <laughs> like it's a bad idea. It won't work. You, it's too complicated. You have to sell French books. It was really hard because every day you have to, to, to be like, okay, well, everyone says it's not going to work, but yeah, it's going to work. <laughs> and it's very hard to like stay motivated, I said. Well, congratulations on being persistent and believing in yourself. Last year, I interviewed Christina and Alicia from the Anglo-American Bookshop in Rome, and they actually are similar to you in that they sell mostly English books, and they do really, really well. And I remember them saying that, you know, the world is much more multicultural now. You know, people want to read books in other languages if they're visiting or if they're living in a city where their language is not spoken. It's so handy for them to pick up a book. Yeah, it's it's really it's really working well. It's the beginning, and I open in the middle of COVID, which is not like the best time of any time <laughs> to open a, a store. But despite in spite of this, it's it's really working well, and people are really happy that it's here because it was really missing. Lyon is kind of a big city in France, uh, and it was really surprising that there was no shop like this because there's a lot of expats, there's a lot of students, uh, there's a lot of people from any nationalities. So it's 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 really welcomed for now. Well, you made it through the lockdowns, so congratulations on that. It's wonderful. And Fiona, you mentioned you interned at bookshops and took a course in bookselling in Paris. Where did you do the course and how well did it prepare you for opening your bookshop? Well, the, um, I took the course in the ENFL, which is like the National Institute of Bookseller Training. I think we can translate it like this. Uh, it's one of the huge schools for booksellers in France. And yeah, it really helped a lot. Um, well, it was all based on the French bookselling. So it was really specific because in, in France, it's very specific to buy and sell books. But still, I could I met lots of people with like same plane as me like people wanted to open bookstores people wanted to open bookstores with coffee or without coffee we all came from different places so it was very very inspiring to speak with all these people yeah it really prepared me for the um, the like the accounting part the that kind of stuff that's not really what you think about when you think about books you don't think about numbers of course <laughs> So it was really great to <laughs> to have some help for, for this part, which is a very important part, of course. So yeah, I think it really helped me to, to learn stuff that I won't have learned anywhere, anywhere else. And do you carry any local authors in the bookshop? Uh, well, yeah, I have like um, two French people who wrote a, a book for children. Uh, it's happening in Lyon. It's called, uh, well, in, it's French, but they made it, they translated it with a, an English um, woman who translated it in English. And so in English, it's a stopover in Lyon. And it's the story of three stalks. Well, anyway, it's very, it's very fun. And it's a good way for kids to discover Lyon because it's the, these stalks are going into every neighborhood and meeting other animals and the story. And that's very great to have it in English because I didn't think it will happen that someone living in you and being French will one day sell an English book. So that's awesome. 
That sounds like a really great book for people who are traveling, who speak and read English, and might want to pick up books for children to take back so that when they grow up, they've got this book they can look at, reminding them that they went to Lyon. And do you have many authors popping in to do author signings at the bookshop who might be on tour? Well, for now, I didn't have many, many occasions because of COVID. Yes, that's it. No one could really travel. It was very complicated. It has been closed for a long time. So it was complicated. I think it's going to be better. And I hope doing events soon. It, I, I would love that. Well, hopefully it's going to happen soon. Yeah. Fiona, our listeners are global and enjoy hearing about where the bookshops are located. So if I was there and I had just a couple of days in Lyon, what sites would you suggest I visit? And can you suggest any great restaurants, perhaps a couple of vegetarian restaurants? Well, I'll say that if you come to Lyon for a few days, you absolutely have to take a walk into the old town, which is the part on the right side of the zone, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it's very it's very beautiful. It's, it's a little bit touristic, so maybe not to do uh, on a very, on a holiday, well, everybody is there, but if you can come on in the week, it's really much calmer and it's very, very lovely, very lovely. And also you have to take a walk on a Saturday or Sunday on the banks of the Seine to see the, the booksellers because there's a lot of bookinists, uh, very used, very much used books. It's gorgeous. And I always find stuff to buy, of course. So. Wonderful. That sounds like heaven right now. <laughs> yeah. And um, if I could advise a um, vegetarian restaurant, it would be maybe Good Wells. It just, uh, no, it's yes, Good and Well. It just opened. It's very recent, but it's very, very good. They're doing awesome vegetarian cooking. And it's not really vegetarian, but I'm a big lover of Lebanese food. And I will advise um, Les Sept Epices. It's a Lebanese um, restaurant near my, my bookshop, so good neighborhood. <laughs> ah, so we could go for lunch and then come by the bookshop for coffee and buy some books? Yes, exactly. And get a coffee. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> what about you? What is one of your favorite things to do in Lyon? I think the, the place, I, because Lyon is very is a very beautiful city. I'm not saying this because I live there, because... It's, it's, it's true. <laughs> but, um, no, I, my, my, my favorite spot in Lyon is, um, Les Pentes de Croix-Rousse, which is the, the walk you take to go from the city center to Croix-Rousse, which is above the, the hill. Um, there's a lot of little thrift shops. There's a lot of little coffee shops. You have to take a coffee at Moxar. It's awesome. And it's my favorite places in Lyon, I think. I love to walk there. Thrift shops, bookshops, and coffee. It sounds perfect. Yes. And how long have you lived in Lyon? Since 29. Well, uh, so it's 13 years now. And where were you born? Uh, not far away from Lyon, like one hour away from Lyon. So it's still not so far away. <laughs> ah, that's good. You can go and see family not too far away. Now, when you opened the bookshop, were you set up for online sales or did you need to pivot to an e-commerce site during the pandemic? Yeah, I needed to switch. I, I did a website at the beginning, but it was more like a 
a pretty website just to see that I was existing, but I couldn't make any online sales. So during the second lockdown in November, I had to like do something, <laughs> but I had a lot of help from people I'm working with um, for the shop and they helped me to build the, the website. So it's, it has been very quick. That's great. Ah, uh, that's good. And do you get a lot of online sales? Yeah, well, it depends on the moment, but I, I especially have a lot of people who like buy online, but come to the shop to pick the, the order, like click and collect. Like people really like to do this. This way they, they're sure that the book is here. The book has been put aside for them. They don't have to search for it. So I think it's maybe easier. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. If you want to make sure that book is kept for you, just buy it and go and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm curious, what is your favorite genre to read? And do you find in the bookshop you sell more fiction or nonfiction? Well, my favorite genre is very hard because I really read eclectically. But I think my favorite genre, it's fictional and it's really coming of age or life stories. You know, just following the life of someone from teenage year to more adult yeah <laughs> i don't know how to say this but through to their adult years ongoing stories yes that's it yeah uh it's the stories that are like there's nothing really much going on but you f when it's well written you feel all the the power of one life it, it's very important um, in fact so it's i love that and i i i, I think in the shop i sell more fiction than non-fiction And can you think of any authors who might be super popular in the bookshop? In fiction? Yes. So many. Uh, well, obviously, uh, I sold a lot of Circe from Madeline Miller. She's really, really, she's really loved. And people loved mythological retelling. So that's awesome. And I also sold a lot of um, Cyrone, of course, like normal people and conversation with friends. It's these coming of age stories I really, really, really loved. And I think I have customers that are a lot like me. So because the same taste, literary taste as I have. So I also sold a lot of um, Little Fires Everywhere from Celeste and G. People love that too. It's a great story. And in looking back, is there anything you would do differently regarding opening the bookshop? Well, I think that if there was one thing I could do differently, I would take more time to build my um, selection of books in the other languages, like in Spanish, Italian, German. When I opened, it was I was really running out of time. So I had help from my supplier in these languages, we, which told me, like, they advised me, like, some classics, some new releases to have in the shop. And it was great because I, I wouldn't have made it without them. But if I could redo it, I would like to do my own selection at the beginning because the, these languages were less looking like me as the English one. But it, it's really a small thing. I'm doing it little by little. It's okay. Yeah. And I think it's like when you move into a new house and you want to redo things or decorate, I think it just takes time to figure out what it is people want. And the curation of books can take a little time. So I think that's good. Now, I know in Italy, there are quite a few publishing companies that actually own bookshops. Is it like that in France or is it different where they are independently owned? No, it's really more independent people in France, I think. Um, there is some publishing house having their own bookstores, but it's mainly in Paris. 
uh, it's yes, it's mostly in Paris, but in the small town, it's only it's either big groups which are not like publishing house, but big groups, either independent store. Well, I love to hear that. Is there a book you'd like to see more people reading? And what are you currently reading? Well, one book I would like to see more people reading is definitely We Ride Upon Sticks by uh, Quen Barry. I loved it. Uh, I think maybe in the States it was well known. We Maybe you heard more about it, but in France, like even my customers, I feel like no one's heard about it. And I always have to like say, please read this book. It's awesome. It's so funny, so well written, but it's very hard to sell because it's the story of a field hockey team. And, but it's, it's brilliant. I love it. And everyone should read it. Yeah. Very fun. Thanks for that. That's another one to put on my TBR list. And what are you currently reading? Oh yeah. Um, I just finished Milk Fed by Melissa Broder, which was awesome. I loved it. And now I just started, but I'm like 30 pages. So it's very, very beginning. Uh, Plain Bad Errands by Emily Danforth. Yeah, it's like mystery, historical, thriller. I don't know yet, but it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any up and coming plans for the shop in the future? Well, I just started a book club. So it's all new. The first one was like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. I love it. And well, maybe I could, I would like to have some author coming by. It would be awesome. Yeah. And maybe, but it's a very long array dream, but I would love to do it like doing a kind of a cine and book club, like seeing a movie adapted from a book and talking about it. I love that, but it will, it will be in the future. <laughs> I don't have anything to do now, but that's a fabulous idea. I can see that working really well. Yes, yes. And you can compare, like, is it a good adaptation or not? Or is it just a good movie? Even if it's not very trustly of the, of the book, it, there's so many things to talk about. And I, I love doing this by myself, but it's always better with other people. So, Yeah, I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Well, Fiona, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been lovely chatting with you. And if I hear of any authors going to Lyon, I'll suggest they go buy Damn Fine Bookstore and sign some books. Oh, that's very nice. That's very nice to hear. Thank you very much. And hopefully I'll get there one day soon myself. Oh, that will be awesome. I will offer you a coffee. <laughs> I would love that. Fiona, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very happy. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mandy Jackson Beverly. And check out my website at mandyjacksonbeverly.com. And if you'd like to contribute to the coffee fund, go to thebookshoppodcast.buzzsprout.com, click on the little orange heart at the top right-hand corner of the page, and you can donate using PayPal. Your contributions help support the editing and production costs of the show. For information regarding sponsoring an episode, email thebookshoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Theme music provided by Brian Beverly.